0: Hi and welcome to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast, where we talk about food and gardening, and lifestyle <laughs> tips. Mm-hmm. I don't. Sometimes lifestyle tips. Sometimes. Do you have a lifestyle tip, Tracy? <laughs> um, it could no. be clothing.
1: No, I don't have any. Cl- Are you kidding me? I am the last person for any lifestyle <laughs> clothing. No tips. Just you know, stay sane. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> These could be, be nice. bumper stickers. <laughs> oh, yeah. that That's going to be my next
0: thing. I'll have a line of bumper stickers. Stay sane. Stay sane. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I don't drive in traffic anymore or have that commute with, what do they call that, road rage? Oh, road rage. Do you suffer from road rage? No. Oh. I used to. What did you I, do to fix that?
1: I don't know. I think I just got... I don't know. Sane? I just, maybe I got sane. I just don't think it's worth it. Where am I going to, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not in a hurry. Well, that's not true. Sometimes I am. And I like to drive fast. Mm-hmm. But I don't, when someone prevents me from driving fast, or even if I am in a hurry, I guess the whole thing in my head is, well, what am I going to do? Have at it. I'm, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Can't, so. Do you have mm-hmm. road rage? Of course not then. Of course not then. Not if you don't. I
0: might have quiet road rage. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: I might call another driver something, Uh usually when the boys are in the car, so they can say, Mommy, why did you call him that? Oh, Oh, rats, I forgot you were back there. Oh, no. But that's not, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not cursing at anybody Mm -hmm. or, like, honking my horn or flipping them the bird mm-hmm. that's, well, that's good a idea
0: yeah i used to have a long commute so it was like it was about an hour sometimes over an hour so that's that mm-hmm. was a long ride and sometimes when we get in the traffic in the area i just if, i don't i don't miss that long commute no some traffic does drive so. me crazy but again mm-hmm. so do you garden to calm down I can't garden to calm down. Gardening
1: oh. actually stresses me out. And I know we've had some talks on this podcast. You look stressed out. Just I know. You just said, does, do I garden to... <laughs> no. But but here's the thing, right? So I want to garden to relax. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, going back to our faithful listeners who've heard about this whole thing from wanting a vegetable garden and cutting down a tree in the front yard and having... It. So we mm-hmm. have the, the vegetable garden that we got all of our seedlings and, and, and seeds from sugarbush nursery Mm -hmm. and planted everything and it was so sweet oh my goodness and I made the dirt I did all this stuff Michael helped and and it was so sweet and everything was so cute and little now it's like
0: yeah
1: monsters are growing and and here's the other thing kind of like
0: children they they grow up well my to be managed I can't, right. man, I don't know. Oh. So,
1: but I'll but i I'll tell you some things. Okay, love, love, love having bundles of kale mm-hmm. growing. I love, love that. I love, um, well, we've eaten all the radishes. I'm not even sure where the carrots right now. They're <laughs> kind of hidden, but I think they're getting quite big. Um, what else? What else? When waiting for potatoes, mm-hmm. I have trellis full of beans that's just going to, I don't know, popping out with little flowers, red flowers and white flowers and peppers, peppers. But, oh, but I have this one cucumber plant that is a murderous little vine. And what it does, because I thought, oh, my tomatoes have gotten so tall. Look, they're falling over. No, they're not. My cucumber vine Sticks his little viney vine out there and grabs onto it and says, come here, I'm going to eat you. So it's pulling the peppers, it's pulling my tomatoes. In.
0: Into the cucumber. Yes, it wants everything. Oh, so maybe next year you won't be planting cucumber. Or maybe I'll plant them, you know, somewhere else. Do you love cucumber that much? That you want them in I'm the garden? I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: when the tomatoes come in, you know, I'll have all those cucumbers and tomatoes. I can make some really oh, yeah, nice gazpacho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, there's nothing so wrong it's working, with working, But it's just need managing. It, there's just so much. I just don't, I had no idea what I was getting into. And when we went to Sugarbush and I went, oh, I'm going to do this and this. And I had a little diagram with my three foot plots all mm-hmm. over and and Anne marie said well that seems pretty ambitious and i said no it's really nothing because the book says i can plant this and this and it's just insane it's a lot and i and i took on too much and now i need chubby pickle farms to come to out come and manage and the... tell me what to cut and what to and plus no okay here's the fine. i will stop talking any minute now, but here's the last thing that does not make me relax about gardening. I get bug bites so bad. Every time I go out there oh. to pick stuff to like yeah. do I come in with like five bug bites. And they're not just like little bug bites. they I don't know why, but they get welts.
0: Oh no. I'm like oh, yeah. Okay. So I this have to, like I have perfect. to I
1: need some kind of gear to go out there and maybe, do this.
0: Maybe what you should do next year is identify first roadside stands. Where you can buy inexpensive tomatoes, cucumbers, and beans, and radish, and then take your garden bed and fill it with uh, <laughs> plants that the butterflies will love, and the birds will love, and the bees will love, and
1: forget all of this other. Yes,
0: and and then maybe put like murders. tomato plants
1: in a pot,
0: okay, on your porch. Uh huh.
1: Um, or you can still like incorporate the kale mm-hmm. in the veg- in the
0: flower garden. Okay, yeah. I could see how that. I I like your thinking. Maybe that might be better. I could bring you tomatoes and cucumbers. <laughs> that I mean they're sounds so fine. cheap from roadside stands. Yeah, but it's so nice to have but anyway. It sounds like your cucumbers are giving you nightmares. So, they're I don't know <laughs> crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never put a personality to a vegetable before. But that cucumber. That cucumber could be is a, a children's murderous book. bastard. What it could be a children's book, no, but you wouldn't title it that the murderous, <laughs> the murderous yeah, no, the murderous, the murderous bee You can't do, yes. and, the, and little Tommy, no, so maybe you could plant like um, bird, butterfly, and bee friendly plants, yeah, that, that should be maybe. good, right? And sneak some vegetables in there, I'm sure I could. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to go on so long about my vegetables obviously it doesn't like, calm you down I thought it would first we talked oh, about road rage there. And coming down from that and gardening doesn't help I guess no. not, not this year but it's not to say I don't love what's out there mm-hmm. I just need to know more okay well guess what thanks for asking <laughs> I have someone for you I'm so glad <laughs> uh, and maybe we can talk about um, flower planting for birds, bees and birds the birds and, and the, and the bees. bees oh no this is not that show yeah, but yes, maybe because we have Anne Marie butterflies. Yeah, and I butterflies. Anne Marie is and here. she's here from Sugar Bush again. Because you're so much fun and you have so much information. She knows Anne everything. Hi, Let everybody. me tell you. <laughs> yes, Sorry. hi. Talking. Well, I'm so glad you're here. It sounds like Tracy needs some help. Yeah, first so glad of all. You invited me back. Yes, we'll, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we'll take the other stuff offline what no
2: the help the help but yeah no it's so good to have you back yeah well maybe there's other people who are listening right now who sympathize with your play tracy and they want to know what to do about a murderous cucumber should we leave that hanging
0: i don't know i feel like we should ask nan to come in because that might be a good idea for how to manage the garden unless you have a tip for the cucumber i will send you a picture can you give her a, t- a quick tip for well, the cucumber? Well, all I'd say for the
2: cucumber is that if you feel you have enough cucumbers, really, your karma will not be bad <laughs> if you just cut the plant back. Oh, you know? well, you really, so you, you could just do like that.
1: Cutting it back. I, I know, like that's, but that's where I'm like, where do I cut? Do I cut oh. this part? Or do I mm. cut this part? So, Yeah. 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 We'll have a... Just cut it at the base? Well, like cut it at the You could Well,
2: you could cut it back to two or three feet and just let it start again, which it only... It would start again? It would start again, yeah. Uh-oh. Cut it back to two or three feet. You know, you usually cut a plant right above where the leaves, where there's two leaves of, or a leaf coming off of a stem. Okay. You want to cut it right there, and then it sometimes will make two stems from that place that you cut. So it might get even crazier after that, but at least you will have contained it temporarily and it won't be pulling down your peppers and your tomatoes. Because if you're not getting a lot of tomatoes, it could be because they're getting shaded out or there's too much competition.
0: So you might just want to
2: take that cucumber and just show it who's who. Well, there Ooh, you go. Okay. There you go. And then go.
0: I'll get my
1: power
2: back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> oh yes, gosh. okay.
0: Who would have guessed? Like, the issue wasn't road rage. It was gardening. Cucumber rage. Right? Well, no, the issue is I was not empowered. Oh. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> There's a deeper
1: story <laughs> Thank there. Thank you for empowering <laughs> me. <laughs> no problem. So it's okay just to trim it back.
0: Yeah. There you go. I'll invite you sure. all to
1: my garden trimming party. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, we'll come. Thank you for that.
1: Sure. No problem. (laughs) I hope that does help some poor listener.
0: (laughs) I hope so. So if Tracy decides next year she doesn't want to plant all vegetables or cucumbers, Mm -hmm. are there some kind of... Because last time we talked about native plants.
2: We did, yeah. And we
0: talked about um, the butterfly bush is a big no-no, and some of the other plants that you should plant instead Mm -hmm. to attract the birds. And you talked a bit about the birds, Mm -hmm. and you talked a little bit about the butterflies.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And did we talk about bees? I don't know if we did. We might have briefly mentioned pollinator plants. Pollinator plants, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pollinator plants, yeah. So
1: bees are in trouble, right? Right. And monarch butterfly. I think you talked about monarch
2: butterflies before. Mm-hmm. I think we talked briefly about both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, actually, both of those both of those are in trouble. So bees are in trouble. Monarch butterflies are in trouble. Mm-hmm. So what's the story yeah. with the bees? Well, the the, story with the bees. mm -hmm. So everybody always talks about honeybees, right? This is mostly what people are talking about. Mm -hmm. And honeybees are definitely in trouble, but um, honeybees are not even the thing that is my biggest concern my biggest concern is that the native bees are in trouble because honeybees are not native they're european what yes they came here I in the feel 1600s like breaking, oh, this yeah, is breaking goodness. news this is breaking what? news what did you know honeybee i didn't so know that
0: all
1: of the people who were trying to grow from the bees old world for honey are really like Part of the problem, or
2: that's well, pretty strong to not, say. I think that's. I, I think that, that might be strong. It's kind of strong to say. I mean, there were so many things that came over with those early colonists, um, and they brought know, bees, including smallpox, Honey and bees. you know things oh. that wiped out lots of people. But they brought honeybees too. Yes, they brought bees. honeybees. They on brought, purpose. They brought smallpox and bees. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Among other things. Oh no. Okay. So. Um, Yeah, they brought those bees. And the reason that everyone is so concerned about the honeybees is because honeybees are social bees. So they live Mm -hmm. in these huge colonies and they can be managed by humans. So they're essentially like a domesticated animal. We can use them in the same way that we can manage cows and sheep and chickens and stuff like that. Because since they live in hives... And they come back to the same hive, and those hives are essentially mobile. People can move them all around the country as they're needed to go and support pollinating activities for whenever something is in flower. So those honeybee hives are essentially like moving, they're moving constantly. There's there's very few that stay in one place when you get to the commercial level, and that's been good for American agriculture, the way that it's developed, Um, unfortunately, because we're big into monoculture. And this is part of the problem. This is part of the reason I'm not crazy about honeybees because they're they're supporting the food system that we have right now, which is based on monoculture, monocropping, right? Just like planting a, a huge, yeah, beans, huge swaths soybeans. of one type okay. of crop mm-hmm. and nothing else. So it's mm. it's it's the opposite of a diversified farm where you've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of different kinds of crops flowering plants, hedgerows, things that are supporting a lot of different kinds of wildlife. So honeybees are great for our system of huge farms with one crop planted on them. Mm. That's really unfortunate. Like, I never knew that. that I did not know that.
0: I feel uh, like we should free the bees now. I feel like there should be, like, free the bees. But they probably would come back, right? Because they're domesticated? Well,
2: they would. but And the thing is that honeybees, they're so susceptible to to things that will infect their hives. So they're susceptible to viruses and to overuse of pesticides and herbicides. And um, you've probably heard of honeybee collapse disorder, colony collapse disorder. That's a big issue. But it affects honeybees. But the problem is that native bees are the bees that are all the other kinds of bees that you see out there bumblebees and mason bees and leafcutter bees and thousands of species in North America this and those is big. are better pollinators for many of our crops than honeybees are i did really? not go that. figure who would have thought that pollination would have been happening before the 1600s here i mean it's a crazy oh, idea right <laughs> well
0: i guess now i don't feel so bright I
2: but I didn't know that they brought them. I didn't know. everything. The, yeah. She does know everything. Oh so,
0: no, when you yeah. see it, sometimes, I don't know if you notice in your garden, Tracy, because you've <laughs> you got the cucumber thing, but a lot of times in the garden, I'll see the big, the, um, the big fat bees. Mm-hmm. They're big. They're not the honey bees, and they're not like wasps, the Bumblebees. Bumblebees. Yeah, I see them more often than I see other bees.
2: Yeah, mm. that's really good because bumblebees are in decline. So it's really good if you're seeing bumblebees. Really, it so means save that the you have bees? a bumblebee. When you say like big, it's not a carpenter. Not bee. a carpenter bee. Bumblebees can be big. They can be big. They're very fuzzy. There's a lot of different species of bumblebees. 3,500 or 4,000 species mm-hmm. in North America. There's a few that we see here more commonly, and they're all different. Um, according to the the number of stripes that they have, and okay. whether or not it's a black and yellow pattern, on how many sections of their abdomen, you know, so it's it's a wow. very technical kind of a thing. You can go to bumblebeewatch.org and you what? can figure out what kind of bumblebees <laughs> are on your plants. I am yeah. Going to
0: bumblebeewatch.org. <laughs> I definitely after, am. Do tear up the cucumbers? Going to bumblebeewatch.org.
2: You take your kids to, there. They probably would to get a kick out of that. Bumblebeewatch. Yeah.
0: they would love that. Uh huh. So how do you, what do you do? Like, how do you, what, what, what can the home gardener do to, like, help? Yeah. to bring those Well, one bees. of, the mm-hmm. native
2: bees, all right, the native bees. You can totally own the native bees by doing a few things as a home gardener. So that one of the things is you cannot destroy their habitat, meaning you can preserve the habitat. There, so I okay. just, that was a double negative uh-huh. Okay, so... <laughs> Be careful about bee habitat, native bee habitat. So here's the interesting thing. Honeybees live in colonies mm-hmm. um, that are, you know, usually something, oftentimes something that's man-made. But our native bees, of course, are living in other places. And they're generally living in the ground.
1: Oh, we do have bees in our ground, in oh. the mm-hmm. front yard. Yeah. I'm glad they you have not scared me all yet. the time. Yeah,
2: really. So she should not do anything about that. Well, here's the thing: there's also yellow jackets that make oh. their nests in the ground. I think that those are yellow jackets. Oh. Okay, they you are will nasty see them at different times you. of the year. Yeah, you'll see the yellow jackets around this time of the year. This is oh. when the yellow jacket nests are active, but they're not active earlier in the season. So if you see bees that are active very early in the season in the ground those are really good and beneficial native bees and you should always let them be you should never try to kill them okay you should never try to disrupt their nests so they're solitary bees since these podcasts live on forever and ever and people can
1: listen to them whenever they want like right now we're in summer okay. so tell me what is early season where those bees are so mm-hmm. that if tell what how right what would you say or this is early summer when they're good Or when they're the good bees, or...?
2: The yellow jackets are usually most active in August. That's usually when you're seeing them, and that coincides with all the picnics and things like that 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 are out there, and they are mostly... Um, they're eating fruit and they're attracted to sugar and meat and things like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, and that's what wasps are generally attracted to, but native bees, which are not wasps are active usually earlier in the season. If they're, if you're seeing a lot of activity on the ground. So early Mm -hmm. in the season, meaning April, May, June, July bees that you're seeing around the ground, very harmless, you know, unless you're unfortunately stepping on one of them, but harmless Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and should just be left where they are. Um, They like areas of bare ground. A a problem is that a lot of homeowners try to uh, sow turf grass Mm -hmm. or they try to put flower gardens everywhere or they try to get rid of um, nests that are in the ground. Not a good thing to do. And another thing that you want to leave up whenever possible is old pieces of wood or trees that might be dead. And the reason that those are good to leave up is because... Your stump! Beetles will make holes in stumps. Uh-huh. If okay. you have a,
1: stump, I do have a stump,
2: you should leave it there because bees will have a bee
1: habitat. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there are some bees that can't make their own holes in wood, but they are wood dwelling bees. Mm-hmm. So they're needing pre drilled something mm-hmm. pre drilled. Yeah. And you can either make that for them in a way that I have something to show you. Or you can leave dead wood around. In your yard, such as old stumps and things like that, or fence posts, something, you know, untreated wood, leave those there because beetles and woodpeckers and things like that will make holes and bees, some bees Uh need those pre-drilled holes. So that's two easy things that you can do as gardeners. Just make sure that you leave the habitat that native bees need. I love that, that. You can do that with
0: your stump well and the tree that your... fell on
1: our car was also a dead oh. tree Ooh. so
2: right so you have to be sure that you're not leaving something that's hazardous you know if something is well, going to fall like on your house or something like that that's all cut up now okay and it's on yeah. the ground so okay.
1: we can just decorate with it and invite the bees
2: <laughs> you can leave yeah leave a few of those pieces we should make a sign they for will you. be you they'll a be habitat. used at some point point. and you can even help them along by drilling holes into those stumps oh, oh my gosh is that what's in the yeah. box? power tools? Is there a power tool in the box? It might be something what's in the box. Do so there's a box. To look at what's let's just in the box? tell.
1: Let's, so there's this. There's this box on the
0: table. On the right table, there. and she wouldn't let
1: us P- touch P- it or P- pick it up. Or but we're looking at it, and it's either chocolate or a power tool. It's chocolate or, with
0: honey caramel inside. <laughs> Honeybee caramel. No, no.
1: I'm gonna guess it's. Um, I have no idea.
0: I I don't know. She said well, something about drilling, and it's drilling. Not, I and mean, then, it's yes. a small box. It's like only
2: maybe ten maybe inches. Maybe it's a, some
1: honeycomb.
2: What if I told but you that, that I mean, brought live bees with me? I would. Well, would you be excited I about that? In, so, so sealed so I trust you, so I would be <laughs> like,
1: okay. I would
2: say, okay. Are we okay. going to identify bees? Is this like a bee quiz? It's not a bee quiz. We are not going to be able to see the bees. Why not? Well, wait, I, I, I will now open the box. Please do. <laughs>
1: this
0: is killing me. <laughs> and
2: lying. I will show you oh the live bees. For real? They're in there? They're in there? Now, since <gasps> our listeners what? can't see what this is, someone's going to have to describe it. One of you who's good with words we'll have to well it's bamboo they're pieces of bamboo
1: they are tied together right six or seven inches long of bamboo but some of the pieces
0: are like some of they're hollow but some of the are some of your the ends on your side like have mud in them or something see how some of them are closed and some of yes, them are open. I
1: can see that. Uh-huh. Some of them are open. Good some observation. Of them
0: are They're tied together with twine. Oh God, I, I a don't a know if does that matters. Not come out. I don't know either. I don't <laughs> think a bee is going to come out. I feel like it's like a blow dart. Like she <laughs> could not. blow bead darts <laughs> oh, man, on us. That's
1: awfully scary. I don't know.
0: Say that. Any idea? Are there really bees in there right now? Yes, there are probably 50 bees in there. Get out of here. Yes.
2: They are in the metamorphosis stage now. Insects metamorphose, or metamorphosize, I should say. So, right now, they are bee pupa, and they are in the process of becoming. It could be cute. It's actually a little bit gross if Um. you um, look at some of this, what could be going on, but we can't see them, and they will not come out as adult bees until next spring. Really? And these bees that made these nests in here are called mason bees, and you can figure out why they're called mason bees, because they have made little walls in the bamboo.
1: So this is, they made that?
2: They, they made, what a, what a bee did here, a female mason bee went inside, all the way inside to the middle of one of these bamboo poles here, and she laid eggs. She laid her female the egg of a female bee in the very center and then she laid she made a a mason wall of clay Mm -hmm. and then she laid another egg for a male and another egg for a male and she kept on making walls so there's walls in between the bees and the female bee is right in the middle and you know what the reason for that is
0: so they can eat her when they wake (gasps) up i don't know that would be my only guess no it's because the female
2: bees are the most important Okay. So, so the males protect- she- are all expendable. So if parasites or oh. predators want to get in here and like well, do their alive? bad work. Alive? They have to go through a whole bunch of male bees, you know, who are all in the cells wow. ahead of it until they finally that get makes to the sense. female. Those it does make ponds. sense doesn't it it? is totally yeah that makes sense it, there's a
1: pond in mm-hmm. her
2: yes but how does in she stay alive scheme.
1: in the center survival. is she, like, she, in she hatches out sort of? oh yes yeah.
2: they're all in hi- they'll be in hibernation all winter so once so they all the
1: guy bees and the, mm-hmm. and the female bees
2: yep the guy bees are all from the end going inwards and then there's a female bee in the middle of each one of these wow wow and the male bees will all hatch out first and then a week later the female bees will come out and they, they're called orchard mason bees because these are the bees that pollinate our apple orchards and oh. our pear orchards and peaches and cherries and all the all things right. that we love to eat. They come out at exactly the time that pollination is needed. Isn't wow. that handy? That's, that's crazy. that it that's is That's
1: the kind of stuff that makes me think nature, just, that just blows my mind. Everything so, with intention. Ha, yeah. Yeah. I know. I have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so,
2: But I do. Okay, but...
1: So you couldn't shake them out of
2: here. No, nope. Because so they are she... they're metamorphosizing mm-hmm. right now. They're in the pupil format. They wouldn't look like a bee right now. They'd look like a little grub. So did
0: you make this?
2: Yes, so we made it. And the homeowner, would... the homeowners will be able will be able to make this too. If you don't have something like a stump at your house that you can drill, you can see that you can drill holes about that size, the bees will find the holes. Huh. All we did was put these pieces of bamboo together. We twined them all up. One of my employees, who's very artsy, twined it all up with twine and made it look very cute. We hung them all around our barn, and the bees found them. We didn't have to hang them up. Yeah, we just hung them up. Mm -hmm. We hung this one up right by the cash register, and the bees were going like crazy in here when people were coming and buying their spring plants. So you can. do you sell them online, these little kits? Um, We sell them at the nursery. Okay. Yeah, but you can easily make them yourself. But when do you you hang them? You can hang them up in the spring.
0: So you should do this in the spring. And then you
2: leave them there the entire year because they're going to hatch out with a whole bunch of new bees next, in the following year. Is this like something that, like, you know, if you put a birdhouse,
0: sometimes the wrong bird goes into the birdhouse? Ah, nope. The
2: The wrong bee will not go in here. Okay. Not amazing.
0: You're not going to get wasps in there.
2: No, wasps don't want this kind of house. Or termites Everyone wants their own specific habitat. That's the thing. So if we don't have it naturally in the landscape anymore, and the way that these bees usually make their nest is they were looking for dead wood that beetles had kind of drilled Mm -hmm. holes into. Mm -hmm. But people are so clean these days, you know, there's no dead wood hanging around anymore. So these bees don't have a natural habitat anymore. So So then we need to just get creative and try to figure out how do we make the homes that these bees need.
0: Okay so the it seems like the focus is um bumble or honeybees not native serve a purpose yeah. mono agriculture Exactly Big agriculture Mhm even though they're making bees that are special honey like ooh it's specialty artisan honey Right so even though, still though. that's still product. good for you though mm mm-hmm. Mhm Oh, yeah. Yes. But we shouldn't forget about the native bees that are pollinating our apple trees, our
2: pear trees, Mm -hmm. um, and serve kind of like a bigger purpose. Or the bumblebees. The bumblebees are the things that pollinate tomatoes and blueberries and cranberries and lots of other crops that need a specific kind of pollination because the bumblebees (laughs) vibrate. At a very high rate, which, of course, is why they're called bumblebees. And that's what's needed to release pollen from some plants. So tomatoes can't Stop be pollinated it. by honeybees. Yeah. Physically wow. impossible. Only I bumblebees so can do if it. if you
0: like your caprese salad mm-hmm. or your homemade tomato sauce, you need to get a little perspective. Yeah. Bumblebees. Absolutely. Bumblebees. Don't go squashing the bumblebees. Don't.
2: Or spraying your plants with pesticides because oh. you, you don't just kill the bad bugs. You're killing the good bugs and you're killing those bees. That are eventually going to create the fruit that you're going to want to eat. So. Okay, so this puts a bigger
0: perspective than on your little garden,
2: right? Yes, Don't it you does. think? Yes, and your I stump. Feel I feel
1: like this is the re- purpose for your stump. I know that. I mean, it's not in my business. It's your here. stump, but yeah. We're talking about the garden and how it all started with the, the front yard, and if yeah. only the tree, and now the tree is gone, but now the tree
0: can be a home. Oh it's your purpose, Tracy. Wow. Okay. It's like the movie The Jerk. (laughs) Oh, it is (laughs) The Jerk. His purpose is different, but um, but yes, this is your
2: purpose. Okay.
0: I mean, I'll go find a stump too, or or go to um, Sugarbush in the spring, right?
2: Well, we have them right now too. Or pick them up and tuck them away with
0: your seeds Mm -hmm. um, for springtime. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love this. You can't get them anywhere else. You you sell them just at Sugarbush, not we don't sell anything online. No, no,
2: we haven't done that. Nope.
0: Okay. Pretty low talent. So, this is very interesting information. Super yes.
1: interesting. I feel like we need a splinter podcast I know.
0: series. Yeah. Just for bees. Mm-hmm. You'll have to come back That'd and talk about idea. bees again, especially to. just before spring. Like maybe um, when in these the are about to
2: hatch out, you mean? You want no, me to bring this back? No, I, no, don't we don't want that. Okay. We want to got let some.
0: You can take a video and got got it. send it to us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fly around where <laughs> they come
0: out. That's a lot of bees in there. Yeah, that no, it is. It is a lot of bees. It's 50 bees.
2: I think so. Yeah. Just counting how many are occupied and they're occupied from sometimes two different angles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's crazy. Yeah. That was fun. Yes. yes you'll have to come you. back. Maybe well, thank you for late having winter me again. I'd love to be back yeah, again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We'll talk okay. about other bees and maybe butterflies. Yes. Other good things yeah. We can talk garden. about monarchs next time. They're yeah. very okay. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. They That's our tease. Yeah. That's our tease. Monarchs. They fly a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. They're very <laughs> That's interesting. That's our tease stay tuned <laughs> that's good stuff thank you so much for joining us
2: thank you phoebe yes. thank you tracy Thank you. and bringing it was a pleasure.
0: The little condo a little bee
2: condo it is a condo of course mm-hmm. and uh oh how can people find you
0: Marie.
2: well the easiest way is online sugarbushnursery.com mm-hmm. and then we're also located right on route 10 between Reading and morgantown mm-hmm. in the metropolis of plowville
0: Oh, Plowville! Didn't even know. Uh, (laughs) That's funny. I just know Route Ten. Okay, there you go. And find you online because you have some really good links too. Yes, there's a lot of resources on the website. Okay, good. Mm, And the Mm -hmm. website is one more time.
2: SugarbushNursery.com.
0: Okay, great. So make sure to find that. And I know you're going to work on your cucumbers, right, Tracy? Yes. Okay, you're all going to help me. Yeah, we'll come over and help you. Bitten. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Mm. I'm sorry (laughs) about that. I should have known. I don't know what to tell you. It's okay. Uh, It's okay. Yeah. So maybe less cucumbers. I don't know. No. Less cucumbers, more flowers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, (laughs) here's to gardening in 2016. I hope it's happier (laughs) than 2015. It's all good. It'll work out. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel like we encouraged her to do this, (laughs) Anne-Marie. No. Uh, It's all good.
1: It is. It's fantastic. I just have some things to learn, that's all.
0: The stump. It's all good. So anyway. And thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much, Anne-Marie. And find Phoebe's Pure Food. At (laughs) Phoebe'sPureFood.com. Yeah, find us there and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. If you like this episode, if you'd like Anne-Marie to come back and what you'd like her to talk about. Because obviously she knows a lot. A lot. About gardening mm-hmm. and um, natural habitats <laughs> and natural insects and birds and stuff. So let us know what you think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. We record at the studios of the People Chronicles here at 505 Penn Street in downtown Reading, Pennsylvania. So thanks for tuning in. And I want to make sure that you know, you can find us in iTunes. You can find us at the people that lists all of the podcast episodes and my pure food for thought show. So you can subscribe there and you can find me at Phoebe's pure Food.com for some wonderful seasonal wholesome recipes and for local destinations. I really appreciate You tuning in and subscribing. We would love to hear your feedback. So be sure to leave feedback at iTunes. It makes all of this possible. And um, we really appreciate your feedback. Let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for tuning in guys.